0: Before we get into today's episode, I just wanted to give you a quick reminder that I now have a YouTube channel. So all of my podcast episodes are now airing on YouTube first. So if you like YouTube, if you wanna see all these episodes in video format, which is really helpful, especially in episodes like this one where I demonstrate tech things, you can find that at youtube.com forward slash at the unconventional RD. Look forward to having you as a new subscriber. And I hope you enjoy this episode. Welcome to the Unconventional RD Podcast, where we inspire dietitians to think outside of the traditional employment box and create their own unconventional income streams. We'll talk all things online business to help you start, grow, and scale your own digital empire. If you feel like you're at square zero with SEO and you're not even sure how to tell what your website currently ranks for in the Google search results, let alone what to do with that information, then this video is for you. A while ago, I posted a prompt inside my free Facebook group, The Unconventional RD Community, And I basically asked, what's the funniest keyword that your website has ever ranked for? And if you don't know what this means when I say your website ranks for something, it's literally what do people type into Google to find you and your website? And when I'm saying, oh, what do you rank for? That basically means that your website is showing up in the top 100 positions in the Google search results, when someone types in that keyword phrase. And realistically, though, you're not really going to get anyone clicking to your website unless you're in Maybe the first 10 or so spots, and ideally in those top one, two, three, four spots to get the best results. But that's what I'm talking about here. So when we talk about keywords your website ranks for, we're essentially asking how are people finding you on Google when they type something into the search bar? What does Google think that your website is a relevant match for? And our goal when we're doing SEO, search engine optimization, is to optimize all of that so that you are actually showing up for things that your ideal audience is searching for. That's basically the crux of SEO. So that's what I like to talk about and teach on this YouTube channel. But basically, that prompt that I posted in the Facebook group brought up some really interesting topics of discussion in the comments. And there were quite a few people who were like, okay, this sounds interesting, but First, what the heck are you talking about? And more importantly, how do I know what my website is currently ranking for? Like, what does this mean? Tell me more. How do I find out this information? And I said, oh, okay. well, I'll do a video at some point on this. So that's why I'm here today to follow up on that promise. So how did these people even know what their websites were ranking for in Google? Turns out there are actually tools that will show you this information. So in just a second, I'm gonna share my screen and I have a few things that I wanna show you. So first, let me open up Google and go from there. So again, what I'm talking about when I say rank for a keyword is how do people find you when they type things into the Google search bar? So here's an example. Maybe you work in the low FODMAP space and one of your ideal clients perhaps could look for something like low FODMAP snacks. And maybe your goal is to create an article about low FODMAP snacks. And you hope that you do it in a good enough way that it shows up on the first page of the Google search results. So that when your ideal client, who is the person who might be Googling this phrase, low FODMAP snacks, does that search, you are the one who shows up at the top of the search results and they get to know about you and your brand, and you're providing a free, helpful resource for them. Then you can sprinkle in some opt ins here and there in the post, some calls to actions to get them to join your email list, etc. etc. You can keep that relationship going and perhaps eventually pitch them to work with you or buy something from you, sign up for your course, whatever. Or there's a whole other business model that I've talked about in previous videos where you're not even really selling anything. Your whole business model is creating free, helpful content on your website, and you're monetizing with display ads, maybe affiliate links, sponsored content, something like that. So depending what you're trying to do, your strategy might be slightly different. But the idea is that you create content around different phrases that have to do with you and your niche so that you are discovered when people search for those topics. So again, here's an example, low FODMAP snacks. And I just randomly thought of this idea. And it's really funny when I searched for it because this person at the very top of the organic search results is actually someone who has taken my SEO Made Simple course and obviously is doing things right because here they are in position number one in the organic search results. So she's probably getting a decent number of people clicking to her website and reading about low FODMAP snacks. So when you click on this, you can see that this post basically contains a list of different snack ideas for people on a low FODMAP diet. And you can see that, yes, she has display ads on her website. She is part of Mediavine Ad Network. So just by me clicking on this and reading the content, she's earning money right now because I have this ad open on my site. So this is just an example, but essentially when Rebecca looks at her stats for her website, she should be able to see that she's ranking number one for the keyword phrase low FODMAP snacks. So you can look inside certain tools that will tell you how many times people search for that keyword phrase every month, and you can use that information to get an idea of what kind of volume of traffic you might expect if you are lucky enough to rank well for that particular keyword so let's go back to the search results i'm just curious to see who else is on here so we have a blog from an app of some kind that i would guess maybe specializes in fodmap but look If you are a dietitian or you know anything about the the low FODMAP space, you know that Monash is like a huge authority in this space. They have an app. They have a university. They are the ones who do all the studies on the food to figure out the FODMAP content and share that with the world. And this blogger who took my SEO Made Simple course is beating out Monash in the search results with her content. So that's incredible. Then we've got another FODMAP niche website, Fun Without FODMAPs. This is another dietitian. I believe this is another dietitian. Uh, This is someone I went to school with in LA, so that's awesome. IBS dietitian, uh, another FODMAP website. So I don't know if you've picked up on this trend, but they are highlighting people who appear to have expertise in the FODMAP or IBS space and a lot of dietitians. So that's great. I will say that there are a few more people on this first page of the search results who have taken my course. So yay, it's working. People are understanding how to create content and get it on the first page of the search results so that they are the ones that show up and get people to know about them through their content. So your goal is to figure out what are people typing in to find me right now. So if you've never done any sort of strategic content creation on your website, you might find that you're ranking for some pretty random keywords. But the point is to figure out where you are now when you're just starting out so that as you learn more about SEO, you can implement an actual real strategy to get people and especially the right people to find you through your content content so you can see where you're starting from and then watch your progress and improvement as you go. So if you're just interested, just like slightly curious, and you want a quick snapshot of maybe like your top 10 keywords right now at this very moment, the one tool that I really love is SEMrush. And you can create a free account and just see your top 10 or so keywords that you're ranking for. So I'm going to hop over and show you how that works right now. So this is SEMrush and it is a premium priced SEO tool. It is what I use for my websites. I love it, it's incredible, but it is on the pricier side. So a lot of people in my course actually start with a different tool called Key Search, but they don't have a free trial. So what I like about SEMrush is that you can sign up for a free account and just get a snapshot of information about your website. So I'm gonna show you exactly how to do that right now. So here we are, we're gonna type in our domain and click start now. And then it's gonna prompt you to create a free account. This is not the free trial where you put in all your payment information and all that, just a free account to get surface level information about your website. So I've actually already created a free account, so I'm gonna log in and show you what it looks like. All right, so once you've created your free account and you put in your domain, it will give you this domain overview, which is great. So the main things I look at are how much traffic am I getting from Google search right now? This is just an estimate that this tool has created based on how we are ranking for various types of keywords and the average click-through rate by the spot that you're ranking in. So they think that we're getting somewhere around 14,000 visitors per month from Google, which is actually a slightly overestimation at this moment in time, but this is a somewhat newer site. So I think we're actually hovering somewhere around 10,000 at this moment. But if you scroll down to Organic Research, you can see this section that says Top Organic Keywords. And you can click View Details. And it will bring up some of the top ranking keywords for your website. Again, since this is a free account, it limits you to maybe the top 10 or so keywords. But in reality, you can see that they have information on over 5,000 keywords that our website is ranking for. And they recently changed their interface so it doesn't initially separate between organic search result positions, so just a regular listing in the search results, and fancy SERP features. So things like being featured in the image pack or the recipe carousel or a video or a people also ask box. So we mostly care about organic search results. So we're going to click on that tab and these are going to be our actual top 10 keywords that our content itself is directly ranking for. This is the most actionable information. So you can see that for this website, we have a lot of this food versus that food keywords that we're ranking for. So we have Um, A bunch of articles comparing different foods, and we can see that those pieces of content are some of our top pieces of content. So this website is designed to answer food questions, so this is perfect, this is exactly what we're trying to achieve, but that's what you're looking for. So you can type in any website, your own or one of your competitors, and see what some of their top keywords are. It gives you a lot of information here, but I'll just cover the few things that we care about. So the main things you want to look at are what keywords are you currently ranking at the top of the search results for. By default, it's going to sort it by which keywords are bringing you the most traffic. So here we are, Poblano versus Anaheim. We are in position number one, and they estimate it's bringing in a few hundred visitors per month from that one keyword, about 1% or so of our monthly traffic. The search volume for that keyword is estimated to be about 1,000 searches per month by people out there on the internet, and KD means keyword difficulty, and so they try to categorize how difficult it is to rank for a certain keyword based on what's already ranking and how good the SEO is for those websites. So this was considered to be an easy keyword. It has a green light, it has a difficulty score of just 19, so we targeted that keyword and it worked. We are ranking number one for that right now. And it is important to note that it this isn't like real time every single day refresh. So you can see the last time they crawled the results for these keywords and where we were ranking at that time. If you Google it right now, perhaps that's changed, but they do update it you know every week or two. Um, so it's relatively fresh data and relatively actionable. So you can see that same information here, wellness versus almonds, we're ranking in position number one. That keyword is search for slightly less, 880 times per month, and had a keyword difficulty of 42. So even though it's a much more difficult keyword, we are still able to rank well because we understand SEO. So those are the main things that you're looking at on this page. And you can see that by default, it's only gonna show you the top 10 keywords for your website if you're on the free plan. Now, if you have not focused on SEO and you're just kind of poking around here to see what your website's ranking for, let me show you what it looks like, what keywords I'm ranking for. For my website where I haven't focused a lot on SEO, this is the unconventional RD brand. And when I originally created that website, it was just a place to kind of host the transcripts for my podcast interviews. And I wasn't really using it to attract dietitians on the internet. That has recently changed, but I will show you what the keywords I'm ranking for looks like there. So down here, you can see I'm ranking for much fewer, only 200 something, as if you remember in the last uh, website example I showed you, we were ranking for over 5,000 keywords. Here, it's only 289 total. So much, much less, despite the fact that this website actually has more content on it than that other website. So if you do SEO correctly, you will get way better results from fewer amount of content than if you're just publishing willy nilly on your website without understanding what you're doing or without having a an SEO strategy behind it. So if you don't have a lot of SEO experience, you're probably going to find that the number one way people are finding you is by typing in your brand name or your name, something like that. You can see that exact scenario here. A couple people searching for my brand name and sometimes people searching for my name as well. Those are like the top amongst the top five ways that people are currently getting to my website. And that's likely going to be the case for you as well if you have never implemented an SEO strategy. Recently I have begun to target uh, actual keywords with my new YouTube content and corresponding blog posts and you can see that's working. So just a few weeks ago I published some content about blogging business models. As you can see, I'm already ranking at the bottom of page one for that, which is excellent. And I also published a few months ago content about how to make money as a dietitian, And so I'm ranking for how to make money as a nutritionist in the number one spot, and that's driving some traffic too. But you might also find if you haven't really focused on SEO, that you're ranking for some keywords that you didn't intend to target. So for example, I have a blog post on my website about adding someone as a user to your SiteGround account, which is like website hosting, and I would send that to people who I was working with so that I could get access to their account. And Google thinks that I am a good match for the keyword SiteGround login, which obviously not. Like if someone's Googling SiteGround login, they're trying to log into SiteGround. They're not going to a blog post trying to figure out how to add a user. So I am ranking on the third page of the search results for that keyword and in reality getting no traffic from that. But that's the type of like spurious stuff you might find if you haven't focused on SEO very much. And as you can see, I'm also ranking for a few keywords related to people that I've interviewed on my podcast. So I interviewed the founder of RD to RD, and I've also interviewed the founder of RD Link. So I am ranking towards the bottom of page one or the top of page two for those keywords as well. But that's not necessarily going to help me or attract people to me that. want to work with me. So it is what it is. This is an example of what you might see if you've not focused on SEO. So that's all you need to do. You need to go to SEMrush.com, create your free account, type in your website or type in the website of a competitor and see what you or someone whose website you admire are ranking for and actually before we move on if you remember that example about low fodmap snacks if we look for what that person is ranking for we will likely see that come up as one of their top keywords yep here we go and again this was just on accident i just happened to pick this as my example but you can see they're ranking number one for low fodmap snacks number one for low fodmap bread Oh, I forgot I need to click into the organic section. I don't care about the features um, besides their organic blog post rankings necessarily. I don't find that tracking to be super accurate, so I prefer to just look at organic. So low FODMAP snacks, low FODMAP bread, their own brand name, low FODMAP lunch, Starbucks drinks for diabetics, fast food breakfast for diabetics, etc. So they're ranking for a lot of special diet related terms. Uh, That is apparently a niche that they work with and a population that they're trying to reach. And by ranking for these keywords, they know that they're getting people interested in following a low FODMAP diet or um, people who have diabetes perhaps and looking for uh, diet advice there. Uh, they are getting those people to their website. And once they're on their website, they can place offers in front of them that will excite them and please them and perhaps get them wanting to work with them. So maybe they have a low FODMAP shopping list that they can offer people for free in exchange for their email. And then they could send them a series of emails followed up with an offer to purchase their low FODMAP diet course or something like that. So these are all examples of how you can use this content attraction strategy to grow your business and your bottom line. So if you're just looking for an easy way to find the top 10 keywords that people are finding your website through, this is a free way to do it in about two seconds. Yes, there are other free ways to find this information out as well, but they're a lot more complicated to set up, so I thought this is where I'd start. So if you wanna know how people are currently finding you, just sign up for a free trial with Semrush. I'll put the link below this video, type in your URL, and you'll be able to find out your top 10 keywords right away. And if you are interested in learning more about this, and especially how to optimize what you're ranking for, I highly recommend checking out my free training at seofreebie.com, and I'll put the link for that below this video as well, and I walk you through the four-step framework that you can use to show up in the Google search results and grow your business through organic traffic. I have actually been blogging since 2010, so I have over a decade of experience at this point to share with you, and I know you will find it valuable. 100% free that's seofreebie.com and go ahead and check it out if you have any questions about this definitely post them in the comments below and i will get back to you as soon as i can so i hope that's helpful and i will be back in the future with a second video talking all about how if you see as your top keyword either your brand name or your name Uh, why that means that you actually are probably not utilizing SEO to the best of your abilities and what you can do about it to fix that. So stay tuned for more content about that in the future. Hope you have a great day and don't forget to subscribe or like this video if you enjoyed it.